And he repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. Well, we're talking about repented. That means that he was sorrowful. It's not to repent it like we have to do because we commit something wrong. He didn't do something wrong. Man went wrong, and he was sorrowful. And it grieved him at his heart. Think about grieving God in his heart. And we've been sinned against, and we do. And the Lord said, I will destroy a man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creepy things and fowl of air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. Now look at Genesis 6 8. But Noah found grace in the eye of the Lord. Imagine finding grace in the eye of the Lord. Think about why are so few saved? Genesis 6 13. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Now verses 14 through 16. He gives instructions to Noah. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shalt thou make in the ark, and shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which I make of it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, and the breadth of it 50 cubits, and the height of it 30 cubits. A window shalt thou make to the ark, and in a cubit shalt thou finish it above. And the door of the ark, notice it says, the door of the ark, shall thou set in the side thereof, with lower, second, and third stories shalt thou make it. I look at the few, few that are going to be saved. First Peter three twenty, which sometimes was disobedient, but once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah. That's about the hundred twenty years. Of course, we know time is not important to God, because He's eternal. But while the ark was prepared, wherein few, that is, eight souls were saved. And all of that many, only eight. With this good example of Noah doing what God told him and the outcome of it, then why are so many lost now? Can we not learn from the past? Well, one reason is man gets involved with carnal activities, everyday life, if you will, and it gets in the way. Romans 8, 5 through 7. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of flesh, we're born fleshly bodies. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. Do we have a spirit? We know we do. Because when the spirit leaves the body, we're dead. And what does the spirit do? Goes back to him at David. Verse 6. For to be carnally minded, it's a difference. It's death. But to be spiritually minded, is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. But we're out thinking about everything else in the world, but God, we separate ourselves. Look at Matthew 24, 38. 
Same thing going on then as what now. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying, giving and marriage, until the day that Noah entered in the ark. Like nothing happened. Like nothing was going to happen. Like people today don't realize that God can come or allow his son to come back at any time. Luke 17, 28. Likewise, also as it was in the days of Lot, coming and going, doing, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built, going with everyday life and activities, forgetting God. Now you know if we're in a sports game and we run out of time, that's one thing you lose. But when our time up here is on earth and we lose our soul, whose fault is it? It's our own. Second Peter 3, 9 and 10. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. His promises. Remember it tells us in the Bible, vengeance is mine. As some men count slackness, but if long suffered to upward, imagine how long we get to live. Imagine about the people that work all day and the ones that open work the house. Not that willing should any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Let's change from what we were doing. Let's put God first, and then let's head for that eternal home. But the day of the Lord will come and sleep in the night. In which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. We will know it. It won't sneak up when it happens. We will know it. But it's too late. And the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also. The earth also. And the works that are therein shall be burned up. We brought nothing into this world, and we will take nothing out. Another reason many will be lost, lack of knowledge. On the day of judgment, ignorance, ignorance will not be bliss. Hosea 4, 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. You can be told something, but not listen. We'll show that in a minute. Because thou hast re rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. I don't want to know what to do. He will let us. That thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of the God, thy God. I will also forget thy children. Make note there. We forget, we don't teach, we don't encourage. Who may be left behind? What will that legacy be? Many willing to be around the wrong life will be lost. Romans 1.32 Who knowing the judgment of God, who knowing that they which commit such things are worthy of death. You know what to do, you know. Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Misery loves company. Let's see how many we get to go the wrong way. 
Instead of, well, we shouldn't do that. We need to do God's way. Look at Hosea 4, 7, 8. As they were increased, so they stand against me. Therefore will I char change their glory into shame. They eat up the sin of my people. Eat it up. Participate more and more. And they set their heart on iniquity. Wonder why many will be lost? Lost people. Also, evil begets more evil. <coughs> I hope this will show what I'm trying to. Matthew 12, 43 through 45. When the unclean spirit gone out of the man, he walked through dry places, seeking rest and finding none. Then he saith, I shall return, I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he has come, he findeth empty, swept, and garnered. Then goeth he and taketh with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they entered in and dwelled there, and the last state of the man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be also under this wicked generation. But we see how few we need to be such more dedicated. But we see how many, you know, the fields are ripe for harvest. Send forth reapers. Many will be lost <clears throat> simply because they disregard God. Isaiah 5 12. And the harp and the viol and the tabaret and the pipe and wine are in their feast. But they regard not the work of the Lord. Neither consider the operation of his hand. People get up daily. Take for granted the sun. Take for granted the rain. Take for granted the dry. Take for granted the food we have to eat. And yet we fail to give correct glory for what it blesses us. Because many will ignore the message of God. Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. What you do that? And, they're equal, and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. These people here will wind up in a similar situation to this. Isaiah 5, 13. Therefore, my people are gone into captivity. Why? Because they have no knowledge. And their honorable men are famished. And their multitude dried up with thirst. You know, we're to thirst and hunger after righteousness. Verse 14. Therefore, hell hath enlarged herself. There will be no capacity for eternity and opened her mouth without measure and their glory and their multitude and their pomp and he that rejoiced 
shall descend into me. When I forget God, I'm headed in the wrong direction. <clears throat> Many times people can go the wrong way for a long time. That broad way. But it's going to be a hard way sooner or later. Going in the broad way will cause hardship later. Look at Proverbs 13, 15. Good understanding giveth favor, but the way of the transgressor, transgressor is hard. A man that lives a hard life, it's going to be a hard life. And in Proverbs 5, Proverbs 15, 10 through 12. And this will be because many will be lost because when it's hard, they will not go to God. Correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh his way. I don't like to be told if I did something wrong, but it's a whole lot better to be told on this side of eternity. And he that hateth reproof shall die. Those instructions are necessary. God's word is necessary. Telling destruction are before the Lord. How much more then the hearts of the children of men? A scorner loveth not one that reproveth him, neither will he go unto the wise. We figure out we're going the wrong way, we just keep going. We can do it our way. And in Proverbs 1, 22 and 23, how long? How long you simple ones will you love simplicity? And the scorner delight in their scorning, and the fools hate knowledge. How long will this earth exist? Turn you my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit of you. I will make known my words unto you. Now none of these things that we're discussing are guaranteed that somebody has to be lost. There are so many that you could list. You won't run out of them. But we're not going to do all that thing. We have a few more things to go because we need to understand this. Romans 1, 16 and 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it, that gospel, is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believes. What was said about Abraham in the beginning, it was imputed to him for righteousness because he believed God. But here it says to the Jew first, and also the Greek, verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. From faith to faith, that is the written. The just shall live by faith. <clears throat> Many will be lost because we just simply will not listen to the truth. We hear it, some obey it, some believe it, some come by. But Galatians 1, 6 through 8. I marvel that you are so soon removed from him. Shall we not see how easy it is for untruth to move people from God when the truth is so easy to follow? I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Keeps you off for something else which is not another, but there be some that trouble you 
and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Verse 8 is a somber one. But though we are angry from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you that we have preached unto you, let it be a curse. If we try to preach or teach something that's not correct in the Bible, that should fall on us. <clears throat> Proverbs 1, 24 through 29. Because I've called and you refused, I've stretched out my hand and no man was God. Take my hand. But ye have said it not. All my counsel, no, no, no. And would none of my reproof, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. On that great notable day, continue with the first. When your fear cometh of desolation and destruction comes of the plural wind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then shall you call on me, and I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For they that hated knowledge did not choose, did not choose the fear of the Lord. Many will be lost because they just follow their feelings. Look at the man that his ground brought forth things. What he thinks, I thought within myself. Luke 12, 16 through 19. And he spake a parable of them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth things. And he thought with himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room for it to be strove my fruits. You know, a good harvest for farmers is great. But let us always give the credit where it comes from. This he, and he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barn and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and all my goods. I skipped this place on purpose to get to verse 19. It still continues right there. And I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast many goods laid up for many years. Take thy ease eat, drink, and be merry. What is his outcome? Luke 12, 20 through 21. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee, then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself, and it's not written for God. Where should I lay my treasure in heaven? Because my treasure is there in my heart also. <clears throat> Think about Naaman. He will do things about what he thought. But Naaman was a leper, a disease that you normally not cure from. <coughs> Second Kings 5, 1 through 3. Now Naaman, captain of the host of King of Syria, was a great man with his master and honorable because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man in valor, but he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies, brought away, captured out of the land of Israel, and a 
little maid, little maid. And she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said unto her mistress, Would God my Lord were with the prophet that is in Samaria? The prophet. For he would recover him of leprosy. And y'all know the story. I'm not feeling all of it, but many will be lost because they let their feelings get in the way. I thought so. This is my way. What they would have done. St. Kings 5, 10 through 12, Elijah sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. Something so simple. But Naaman was wroth and went out and said, Behold, I thought, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and cover the weapon. Verse 12. Are not mountains and far, far rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? You know, what he said and what he thought, simple instructions, and yet he chose, may I not wash in them and be clean? And because he let his feelings get in the way, it finishes. So he turned and went away in a rage. Naaman needed to put aside his think-so. I thought this, this is what I expected, and listen to God's messenger. What was the message? That's all he had to do. But he didn't think about this. Jeremiah 10, 23, 24. Oh, Lord, I know. But we can get to here when we can humble ourselves enough. Oh, Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. Verse 24. O Lord, correct me, both in judgment, not in thine anger, lest I bring me to nothing. If we could walk daily the correction that we need to try, we would have a much better life. But also, if we look at this verse, Hebrews 11, 6. But without faith it is possible to please him, for he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. All the things in the Bible that God tells us to do, wouldn't it be simple to believe? Many will be lost in that broad way, of their own wisdom. First Corinthians 4 18 and 19. We talk about the preaching of the gospel. It says, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved in the power of God. For it is written. Remember what says the scriptures? Here we are again. For it is written. I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring 
to nothing to understand it or to prove it. As the words of God are preached time in and time out, as the words of God are read time in and time out, men will choose not to hear all that is commanded to them for their redemption. Look at James 3, 17 and 18. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality. There will be no partiality. Also, it will be without hypocrisy. The fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. And then look at 1 Corinthians 1 20. Where's the wise? Where's the scribe? Where's the dispute of this world? Hath not God made fools of the wisdom of this world? And then 1 Corinthians 1 21. For after that is the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. People think we're smarter than God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. First Corinthians 1 25 26 Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and weakness of God is stronger than men. For you see your calling how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. And remember Jeremiah earlier, 1023, Oh Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to correct his judgment. Many will be lost because they refuse to see and hear. Matthew 13, 15. For this people's heart is wax gross, and their eyes are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. How's our spiritual hearing? Matthew 16, 24. Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross daily and follow me. Had that printed twice in the But can you see? Can you see in our belief that there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun? You don't want to go to heaven. John 14, 1 through 3. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, you may be also. Also, John 14, 6 says this. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No 
man cometh unto the Father uh, by me. And how did he tell us to get there? We're to follow the plan set by God if heaven will be our home. That's all it takes. All of the reasons why people will be lost can be erased with following and doing. God wants obedience. Man, salvation is simple. We go over it each time we have service so we make no mistake that we know what we're doing. We have to hear the word. That's God's word. Romans 10, 17. So that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You know, you, you can hear but not understand. We can hear and tune out. We have to believe that word that we hear. Romans 10, 9 and 10. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. I have to believe to get there. And with the mouth, the best is made unto salvation. We have to repent of past sins. We cannot continue to carry our sins with us. We need to lay aside every sin and burden that so easily besets us. Acts 17.30 At the time that these ignorance God went out, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent. Simple change. And to confess that Jesus is the Son of God, the best example we'll ever have, that page 37. And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And will be baptized, that's 238. Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, shall receive the gift of the Holy and when we get through there, now we're in a safe position. To stay that way, we have to be faithful to the very end. End of our life until the end of this world, whichever comes at the end of our life, as far as physical life. Romans 15, Revelation 15. Fear none of things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison that you may be tried, and you shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. The plan is so simple. The work is not going to be the easiest, maybe, but it's doable. Straight as the gate, keep me there the path. It's manageable. Any of that need to obey the gospel today is being something any that's went back into the world today is they have salvation. All you have to do is acknowledge that you've sinned, have prayer set on your behalf, just like the sign of the sorcerer did, and you walk right back in God's service. Won't it be a great and notable day? The best words will ever hear. Enter in a good and faithful service. And let's concentrate on doing that. If any need to obey the gospel or return, this is the time to do it.